Early in our marriage, Michael and I lived in Australia for a year. We were on a postgraduate fellowship. During that year, we spent a few weeks working on a sheep station. We were there once when we, we were part of shearing 12,000 sheep. Now, Michael and I are not sheep shearers ourselves, but we are very good at walking behind a sheep and pushing them along. And they, they gave us, like, bells and clatters and cans and things to kind of help the sheep move. So we found our specialty doing that. Um, it was an enormous sheep station the size of the Minneapolis-St. Paul metro area. And the sheep would be brought in twice a year, once for shearing and once they'd come in for medical care and kind of routine maintenance. So these were sheep that lived pretty wild. But even while we were getting to work with them, we learned a few things about sheep. First of all, sheep, you might not know, are very athletic. We would be driving, you know, in the outback, driving out across the countryside, and we'd see this this little blur, and there would be three or four sheep, a small mob of sheep that would be tearing across the countryside. And they'd be jumping the bushes, and they'd be jumping the rocks, and, you know, where one jumps... The rest jump, and this is where it gets not always so great, because where one jumps, the rest jump, and if the one jumps for no apparent reason, because there's nothing to jump over, all the rest of them jump too. So, not so smart, but very good followers, very athletic. <laughs> and then we learned when we got into, we got them into the yards to start going through the shoots um, to be shorn we found that if they fall over when they're out in the yards, they will lay there, and they will bloat, and they will die. They could stand up, but they won't. And so, you know, this was part of my job, too, to go over and grab, grab into their big wool and pick them up and put them back on their feet, and they would shake themselves, and they would, they would go off. You know, no, no worse for wear. But sheep do require special care because of the special way that they are put together. Well, we, too, like sheep, face all sorts of perils. The sheep had perils out in the yards. They had, or out in the paddocks. You know, there are poisonous snakes. There are things they can fall into. There were fences that they would get wound up in. And in the yards, there was peril, too, the danger that they would fall and not be picked up and that they would would die there in the yards. We also face perils out there, and we also face stresses in here. You know, we're not so different from the sheep, which is exactly why Jesus calls us sheep. So this time of year is full of transitions. We celebrate life transitions. We have weddings happening. Babies and grandbabies are waiting to be born. Our babies are growing up, and we're aging out of the St. George's kindergarten. Miss Jackie, who has been joyfully helping our children with the music for more than a generation now, just had her last Noah's Ark production. And so we are celebrating Miss Jackie and mourning her retirement and also excited for the next season that is ahead of us. We have high school graduations. Our kids are fledging out of the nest. We have college 
graduations. Our children are launching into young adulthood. And these are all good and expected transitions. There are momentous transitions. Life will never be the same again afterward, after these things. And even though it's wonderful, it can be hard, too. And we have transitions that are even more difficult, more ambiguous, more threatening. Illnesses emerge, unemployment strikes, we downsize, we have the grief of losing our loved ones. And these, too, are events that shape us forever. These are life-defining moments. And scripture speaks to us about God's presence with us, his shepherding with us through all of these transitions. And Jesus tells us today, my sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. Well, I shared with you about shearing sheep in Australia But even though the owner of that station where where we worked cared for his sheep, he was a good, good owner and a good sheep runner. Running sheep in Australia is very, very different than what Jesus was talking about with shepherding. The shepherding that Jesus talks about is a daily, intimate, living together relationship between the shepherd and the sheep. In this shepherding, there's almost a sixth sense that comes with a long history of daily, intimate being together. And the the daily being together is what allows the shepherd to see what the sheep need. It allows the shepherd to know what is good for them, what will bring them to their greatest thriving. The relationship between the shepherd and the sheep is almost symbiotic. The shepherd knows what the sheep, maybe even before the sheep themselves know what they need. And the sheep respond to the shepherd because they know his voice, they trust his voice. They even respond to his glance or the intake of breath, perhaps without even realizing that they are following, even as they follow. This kind of intimacy This kind of daily mutual connection and responsiveness. This is what God means for us with him. This is God's design. This is God's dear desire. This is how God built us, how he put us together. That we would hear his voice and that we will know it and that we will trust it and that we will follow him. God's design, his dear desire, is that over time as we have daily intimacy with him, we will come to hear his voice more clearly, we'll trust him more fully, and we'll be able to follow him more closely. But how do we enter into this intimacy with God? Christians throughout the centuries have taken on practices that build their intimacy with God. Things like worship, things like daily scripture reading, daily prayer, things like time spent with fellow Christians, Christians who are friends, fun times, serious times, Um, things like service within the community. 
These are all practices that draw us closer to God. These are practices that over time build in us an intimacy with God. And I commend them to you. You know, if they're not part of your life yet, bring them into your life and you'll find new richness coming into your life. Because we are beloved by Jesus. We are beloved by God the Father. He cares about our futures as well as caring about our pasts and our present. The past, God regards, he honors, he treasures, he forgives, he heals. But the future, the future is where God's imagination plays. The future which in God's economy of time is actually now, is where God's word brings this whole creation, including you, to full life. God imagines and speaks into being the things that we can't imagine. Life springs forth out of death. God imagines and speaks into being love that transcends the power of the grave. So on Easter, Jesus burst the three-day prison. Resurrection life sprung forth out of death. Jesus, our good shepherd, is leading us into his victory. He is guiding us. He is protecting us in the midst of transitions that we can't control And on the way to the future, which God has imagined for us, and he speaks into being for us, we are safe. We are safe in him. And so it's an awesome adventure we are on. On the last morning that Michael and I were out at the shearing sheds at Glen Valley, We watched the sheep who were in the holding pen where we had kept them overnight to rest and recover from the stress of shearing. That morning at dawn, as the sun rose, it was a red orb coming out of the red earth. And we released the sheep back into their paddocks. And as the sheep took to their feet and they began to move thousands upon thousands of hooves, treading the ground. The earth trembled with the vibration of their movement. And it was not a cloud of dust that rose from their, beneath their feet, but rather it was a cloud of fragrance. It was a cloud of fragrance of the million of blades of grass that were being trampled, that were giving their glory to God. This cloud of fragrance, it rose up in the air, it anointed the sheep, it anointed us with the blessings of growth and renewal and freedom. And these are the same blessings that God is pouring out upon us today, the fragrance of Christ upon us, the anointing of the Holy Spirit freshly given us. And all of God's blessings for growth and renewal and freedom that are given to us. Jesus is a good shepherd, and we are his sheep. So let us hear his voice and let us follow him.